Yo, 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 welcome to the Train Em Up podcast. Let's get it. Welcome to the Train Em Up podcast. Train Em Up exists to equip young parents in discipling their children, helping them to be intentional, encourage imitation, and give instruction. My name is Joshua Chapman, and I have the honor and privilege of co-hosting this podcast with my wife, Stephanie Chapman, my beautiful beloved bride, my fine dime, my sweet pea. My okay, okay, okay. You're making me blush over here. I think they get it. Thank you, honey. Yeah, well, thank you guys so much for joining us in our first episode of Train Em Up. And woo, woo, yeah. first episode. Come on now, long time coming, and we're really excited. And so I know we got a few people who are tuning in. Hey, family, thanks for the support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And today we plan to talk about what is family discipleship and why should we do it. But first, seeing that, babe, there is a slight chance. A small little chance. A slither of a chance that there are more people. Than just our family. Than just our family <laughs> listening who may not know us. And so, Sweet Pea, why don't you tell them a little bit about us? Yeah, so... We like to call ourselves Team Chapman. Yup. We've been married for eight years. The great eight. The great eight. Great years. Man, my goodness. It has been a wonderful eight years. Yes. And Joshua, he is one of the pastors at Midtown Baptist Church yeah, here yeah, yeah. in Memphis, Tennessee. And I have the privilege of getting to work in the home to help raise our three wonderful children. Mm, praise the Lord. We are, in fact, a multi-ethnic family. Hmm. And so even before we got married, we had a name for ourselves. We like to call ourselves the cookies and cream team. Facts. You see, I am the cream to his cookie. Wow. I am the marshmallow to this hot chocolate right here. Oh, come on now, girl. You got me blushing. <laughs> and more plainly said, in case you ain't picking up what I'm putting down, I'm white. And he's black. True. And so we have three children and our son, he is four. And then we have two daughters. One is two and a half and the other is still a baby. Mm. And to give you a little idea into just what life is like for us, um, things we love to do together. We love to host people in our home. Yeah. We love to watch sports. Facts. March Madness and the Golden State Warriors. Let's go. Don't forget about the Chiefs. <laughs> we really and them boys. We tend to treat March Madness like it's a whole month of a holiday. This is true. As this much, is true. As much as we like to host, sometimes that gets a little less during that month. Yeah. The main <laughs> folks we host during that time is those who are really interested in March Madness or or. We have to host them the weekday, not the weekend. Yeah, we got to keep that time. So all that to say, before we keep down this rabbit trail, we love to watch sports together. Uh, we also love to play games, mm -hmm. have a little friendly competition until it gets not friendly anymore, and then we got to cut it off. What? Yeah. It doesn't get friendly? What you mean, baby? I mean, I've only thrown a deck of cards at you a few times if I don't win. But <laughs> This know. is true, but baby, you look good when you throw them uh, cards at me. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> He always got to say something. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, as you can see, we do just love to do life together. But a huge portion of our time is now given to family discipleship. Facts. Hence the podcast that we're doing. And so, yeah, babe, you have dreamed about doing this podcast for quite a while now. And you've really been patiently waiting for me to be ready to be on board with it. <laughs> um, and we actually were on board and making plans and putting in the work. And then... 
I got pregnant with our third child, yeah. and so <laughs> took a long pause. The Lord gave us a sabbatical before we started our work. Yes, <laughs> and so... Yeah, we are excited to finally be here. But babe, you are especially passionate about this. So Mm. why don't you go ahead and share what is it that the Lord used to stir up this passion for family discipleship? Man, that's a really good question. I would have to say my seminary class. I was in personal spiritual disciplines in 2015, and the professor was talking about family worship. Now, family worship um, isn't all that family discipleship entails, but it is a significant portion And like, man, his teaching on that just blew me away, set a catalyst um, for what I would like to do in my family. Truth be told, in full disclosure, I wasn't doing well in that area uh, in leading my family in spiritual matters. And so, so yeah, that class was definitely uh, encouraging. And in fact, things began to change for us in 2018 after our trip to Philly when we saw uh, a family as we stayed with the pastor and his wife and saw them leading their family. And so, so yeah, like the Lord just used that to like really spur me on um, to where it's like, then we got pregnant. And <laughs> so it's like, man, I definitely want to, Reality set in. yeah, I definitely want to be a good spiritual leader in my home. And so, so yeah. No, that's good. And what I, about you? Yeah. I think for me, um, I would say honestly, first and foremost, you have really, helped stir that passion in me. As I see your excitement for it and your desire and discipline to do it, um, I definitely want to be on board. I want to tag team with you in that. Um, And also to your point, just seeing other people model it. Uh, We got to live with the family for a few years out in Virginia. And so just getting to see up close how they have spiritual lenses on always as they parent their children. Um, And then even my sister-in-law, I'm learning a lot from her. She's a little bit ahead of me and just with who she's raising and to see her intentionality around Advent time and Easter and just wanting to do more of that with our kids as well. Mm. But I think for me, the biggest thing has been feeling the weight of being a parent uh, because I want nothing more for our children than for them to know Jesus. And so want to steward the opportunity well as their parents. Amen. Amen. And so, yeah, to give our listeners a little more background, why the name train them up? (laughs) <laughs> and you got to hear it. It's train them up. <laughs> yeah, not train them up. Train them up. Yeah. You know, um, M, Urban Dictionary. Like train them up. But yeah, train them up. It comes from Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. Um, the passage says, train up a child in the way he should go. When he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, we know the book of Proverbs is not a book of promises, but a book of principles. And so the principle is how you raise your children will shape your children. And we know that to be true, even from our very own experience and experience that others can talk about, you know, like, man, if a parent is very, uh, a parent has great emphasis on academics, you know, it to be no surprise that their child will be in uh, textbooks and coming home, making an honor roll. And you wouldn't be surprised they make the dean's list and stuff like that because of the way that they've been shaped by their parents. And also we think about athletics. Like, babe, think about your own story with basketball. Yeah, for sure. My Both my parents were college athletes and my dad was a college coach and we lived across the street from the gym in which he coached. And so I just remember my brother and I, I felt like we lived in the gym some days, um, just being over there, shooting hoops, getting better. Mm. And that came not because I just was birthed with this desire, but I grew up in a home where that was a value. And Mm. so it really did shape my love for basketball and for sports. Yeah. And y'all, 
just to be real, my wife, she has a jumper. Had a jumper. <laughs> she has one. <laughs> Babe, we met in a gym as we worked for a, an inner city ministry in Memphis, and we worked together, and y'all... Let I did just, teach him how to shoot. Okay? He did. I, I corrected his form a little bit. <laughs> and man, she beat me in everything, whether it's taps or around the world. Like, man, my bride, she can shoot that three ball. <laughs> Again, we digress, but I appreciate it. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a podcast on discipling our children to love sports. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that's part of the reason why, you know, how you raise your children will certainly shape them. And to be honest, we definitely want to steward well. Uh, the influence that the Lord has given us. And so we want to talk about the Lord Jesus to our children. We want to point them to Christ. We want to be intentional in training them up in the fear and instruction of the Lord um, in hope that God in his grace would save them to where they would hope in Jesus, love Jesus, and live for the Lord Jesus. That's good. And so we clearly have a passion for this, but why do we feel like this needs to be a podcast? Um, we all know there are so many podcasts out there and so many great podcasts. Facts. And we also know that we're not expert podcasters. Not at in all. In fact, I'm speaking into the third mic we've bought because <laughs> we keep getting the wrong one trying True. to figure this out. True. So yeah, why are we still going through with this? Why this podcast? Yeah, um, man, I think there's no greater calling for parents um, than to do this work in discipling our children. Um, and knowing that as parents, we always want what is best for our children. We want our children to be success. And normally it's in the realm of like, uh, professionalism with work and stuff like that. When truth be told, uh, there's nothing better for our children than for them to know Christ Jesus and him crucified. Mm -hmm. And so we know that we can't save them. We also know that we can labor toward that end um, by pointing them to Jesus. And another reason is that we believe that, man, we can talk about family discipleship more with the intent to encourage each other. I don't think it's talked about enough. As parents, we, especially in our season, we normally talk about like sleep training, potty training, um, food, or man, you introduce your child to sports. But I think we can do a better job in talking more about the intentionality and discipling our children, both uh, formally and informally, that we may encourage one another in this. Um, But what about you? Yeah, I think another reason why this podcast would be, we want to help dispel maybe some false assumptions out there that to disciple your family means you're doing something that's outdated, that's rigid. Um, And yeah, there can just be that misunderstanding. And honestly, that was me for a while. Um, I Mm -hmm. thought that family discipleship meant only this formal time in which we're going to sing a hymn and read a long passage and pray prayers that our kids fall asleep during. (laughs) And I was just afraid our kids would think that it was weird, that we were weird, that following (laughs) Jesus is boring. Um, And so... Yeah. And even the idea of like singing hymns, I think I thought that that's what we had to do. And I've not always been a hymn lover. And sorry for those that are, (laughs) you know this. (laughs) I do know this. And I am one of the hymn lovers. Yes. But I've grown to love them. But even that, just seeing that we can sing a a multitude of different styles of songs with our kids. Facts. Yeah. And so just want to help change this assumption that to disciple your children Um, can't be fun because it can be and family worship can be kid friendly and it can even be something that your kids get excited about yeah that mud can be really dope 
Yeah. And, and that's what we're trying to do with our kids. Um, and so, yeah, just want to use this podcast to help show that there is a lot of freedom to what family discipleship can look like. And, and it can even change, right? As your kids enter new ages, enter new seasons, mm. it doesn't always have to stay looking the same way. And yeah. so just hope to get into that even later this season as just the freedom that comes of how it can look different for us than it does for you, but we can both be faithfully doing the task of discipling our children. Yeah. And I would say another thing um, that I want this podcast to be is just a source of encouragement. Mm. Discipling your children can be hard. It can be exhausting and especially can be discouraging because we are discipling children that are sinners. (laughs) Yeah. In fact, I would substitute can be for it is hard. (laughs) It it is is exhausting. It is discouraging. Absolutely. I'm sure you can attest to the idea of putting your heart and soul into preparing something for your kids, maybe around Advent time and you think they're going to love it and they don't really have anything to do with it or they disobey the whole time and you feel like there's no fruit to show for it. Mm. Um, And so we just want to use this podcast to encourage you to stay faithful and to not grow weary and to remember that your labor is not in vain. Amen. Yeah. We definitely want this podcast to be like a source of encouragement to keep you persevering in this good work, the good work that we believe the Lord has prepared beforehand for us to walk into. And so what we would love is for this podcast to be like a water station in a marathon race, that you would go get some water, be refreshed, and that you would continue on in this race, knowing that you are not alone. Absolutely. And so, yeah, our definitely our hope and prayer is that anyone who are raising children could benefit and be encouraged from this podcast, whether you're a grandparent, foster parent, you're nannying. uh, We do hope that this will be an encouragement. In fact, um, our church covenant says it this way, that we earnestly endeavor to bring up whoever may be under our care in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And so we do hope that those who are doing this work of bringing up whoever under their care will be uh, refreshed and encouraged in that work. Absolutely. And we do want to give two disclaimers. Two of them. One is we do not, ex- we're not claiming to be experts in family discipleship. Not at or all. In parenting. Um, we have not seen it all. We don't know it all. We are in the fight with you, learning with you. Yeah. We just want to be encouraging you as we pursue this ourselves. Yeah. And also due to our life stage and experience, as you heard earlier, our children are age four and under. And so our target audience is especially going to be parents of young children. Now, as my husband said, that doesn't mean for those who might be in different seasons, who, who maybe aren't even parents, but are helping raise children. We want this to be for whoever it can apply to, even if you don't have children yet, but you long for them and you pray for them. Um, we want to use this as something you could put in your back pocket for later, if the Lord wills. Um, but we do want you to know that most of our applications are going to be more targeted towards parents of young children. Yeah. Um, but we do pray that this podcast could go on for years, and hopefully we can expand who we're talking to in the stages that we're applying to. Mm. Um, But now that we've kind of got this introductory stuff um, behind us, we really want to get into the bulk of our episode, which is what is family discipleship? Um, We really think it's important to clarify and define terms, especially the main term that we're going to be using throughout 
this entire podcast. And so, yeah, babe, what is family discipleship? Yeah, so I would define family discipleship as an intentional effort by example and instruction to raise your children to know, love, and obey the Lord Jesus in every area of their lives. Pastor, why don't you say that again? Well, I'm glad you asked because I was going to say that <laughs> again. Get the organ. <laughs> Come on now. But yeah, family discipleship is an intentional effort by example and instruction to raise your children to know, love, and obey the Lord Jesus in every area of their lives. And why don't you go ahead and break that down for us a little bit? Yeah. Well, you're getting into the second episode. <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, I'll give you a brief spill. And so first intentional effort, we have to be deliberate. Um, we don't coast in our relationship with the Lord Jesus, and we certainly shouldn't coast in discipling our children. The second is examples. Um, our kids are always watching us, and it is good for us to be mindful of that reality. And so we want to set a godly example for our kids, and what does it look like to follow Jesus? We know that following Jesus definitely goes beyond the Sunday gathering, as essential as the Sunday gathering is. And so they need to see how our faith informs the way we live, our repentance, our time in the word, our hospitality. Like they need to see um, yeah, how we seek to apply God's word to our lives in every area of our lives. And then the other next part is instruction. Uh, we must teach because teaching is an essential component of discipleship. Um, in the Great Commission, the Lord Jesus says, and when you make a disciple, you teach them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And so we have to be teaching. And lastly, we want to the aim is for obedience because Jesus is Lord. And so we know that his lordship is comprehensive. It is over every area of our lives. And we want to model that for our children out of a love for Jesus. We want to show them and explain to them that it is good to obey him for his glory. And so, yeah, that's breaking it down. We definitely want to get into that a little bit more in the next episode. Um, now, babe, the reality is as folks open their Bibles and study the scriptures, they're not going to see the phrase family discipleship. But we believe that scripture speaks to um, this thing, this principle that we're talking about. And so when you think of family discipleship, what are some verses that come to mind? Yeah, I think the first verse that really comes to mind, or rather a passage, is Deuteronomy chapter 6, um, starting in verse 4 and going through verse 9. And I'm going to read it because really that's the best part of this podcast is for you to hear us read God's word. And it says this, Listen, Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These words that I am giving you today are to be in your heart. Repeat them to your children. Talk about them when you sit in your house and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Bind them as a sign on your hand and let them be a symbol on your forehead. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your city gates. And I just love this passage because it talks about how discipling our children is to be both formal and informal. 
and also how it should be daily and even multiple times a day. Mm. Um, This passage really shows that there's never a time we can't and shouldn't be bringing up the Lord and his works, his promises, his word Mm. um, with our children. And Mm. so, yeah, that's just the first passage that I think encompasses this principle. Amen. Amen. One that comes to mind for me is Psalm chapter 78, verses 5 to 8, that says, He established a testimony in Jacob and set up a law in Israel. which he commanded our ancestors to teach their children so that a future generation, children yet to be born, might know they were to rise and tell their children so that they might put their confidence in God and not forget God's works, but keep his commands. Then they would not be like their ancestors, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was not loyal and whose spirit was not faithful to God. And so the Lord has this expectation and command for one generation to teach the next and hope that that generation will place their hope in God and in turn teach the following generation, this upcoming generation about the Lord. And then another one that comes to mind is Ephesians chapter six, verse four, where it says, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the fear and instruction of the Lord. That's good. Another one for me, I would say, comes from 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14 to 15. And it reads this, But as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed. You know those who taught you, and you know that from infancy you have known the sacred scriptures, which are able to give you wisdom for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. This passage is beautiful to me as it speaks of Timothy being taught the scripture from birth. God's word tells us right here that it's never too early to begin teaching your children God's word. Wow. Even when they can't understand it yet, that we can still be reading it over them. We Mm. can be praying it over them. Mm. And we can even be trying to teach it to them and helping them memorize when they can barely talk. Mm. Because, yeah, we see from God's word that that's what happened with Timothy. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just praying we could do that and see fruit born from it. Mm, mm. Girl, I wish I could play the organ right now. <laughs> and be like, mm. <laughs> hitting that thing as you, you speaking those truths, okay, looking good okay. over there. But but you're not. So <laughs> what else for you? <laughs> yeah, uh, man. So I even think about the entire book of Proverbs. Um, I would even say Proverbs is a discipling book, a father discipling his son. For if you read the book of Proverbs, you're going to repeatedly see the phrase, my son, for that is who the author is addressing as he disciples his son in the ways of wisdom. Um, Seeing that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and discipling him in every area of his life, whether it's work and his interactions, community, just all these things like that. And so, yeah, those are some verses that come to mind. Um, Babe, as we talk about family discipleship, I guess one question is why should parents do it? Yeah, I think the fact that we just were talking about God's word and how it speaks to it, I would say the first reason is because it is commanded by Jesus. Mm. Um, Even as you mentioned Matthew 28 earlier in this episode, we want to submit to the Lordship of Christ where he calls us to go and make disciples. Um, And so the Lord has given us children and Mm. to steward that influence in a way that we are praying that he would make them disciples, that we could teach them to obey his word. And so, yeah, I would say first and foremost is to submit to the Lordship of Christ and that his word does call us to teach our children 
about him. Amen. I would say another very important reason why we would do this is because we love our children. Um, and, and out of a love for them, we shouldn't want anything greater for them than to know Jesus. Mm. It is a loving thing to share with them the greatest news we could ever know mm. and the Come only on. way to be saved. And so it is, yeah, out of love for our children that we should give our lives to this calling. Amen. What are some other reasons you think we should do it? Yeah, I think stewardship. As the Lord has given us influence in the lives of our children, seeing that as parents, we're the most influential people in their lives. And so we want to steward that well, knowing that um, the world lies in the sway of the evil one, that the world is going to seek to disciple our children away from the Lord. And so how much more should we be intentional in that? And then another thing that comes to mind is, man, if we are deliberate in family discipleship, Man, our children will grow up regularly hearing God's word read and taught and explained and applied in the home. Um, and just the possibility of them um, having a biblical worldview be informed to where the that will be the glasses by which they see the world is through the lens of scripture. And then also, even as we talk about Psalm 78, the possibility of by God's grace, they repenting and believing and they themselves um, instructing the next generation. Yeah. I mean, you're getting at the idea that there are benefits, right? There are benefits to doing this for our children. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. And so as we round third and head home, babe, like a good tour guide, will you walk our listeners through what we have in store for season one? Yeah, we hope you'll stick with us as we continue to put out more episodes. And the very next one, we hope to break down more, just kind of those three eyes in our tagline, in our definition. Uh, yeah. My husband, you will probably catch this in most episodes. He'll have an alliteration somewhere. <laughs> um, well, he, Baptist preacher. He is a Baptist preacher. Um, and so, yeah, our three eyes that we want to be intentional. We want to encourage imitation and we want to give instruction. So we hope to break that down in our next episode. And then a few of the following episodes are going to be just some practical ways to more formally disciple your children. Mm. Um, one in particular being a regular family worship type of thing that you can do in your home. Yeah. And so we hope to get into some of that. And then, as I mentioned earlier, we want to talk about the freedom that there is in family discipleship, how we're not telling you, you need to do exactly what we do. Mm. Um, we want to give ideas and just know that there is freedom there. Yeah. And then we want to end this season just talking about faithfulness. Uh, we can't control the fruit that comes from it, but we can be faithful. And so we want to spur all our listeners on in being faithful. Come on now. Come on now. Well, man, thank y'all for rocking with us this episode. Hope y'all will journey with us as we walk through this season. If you want to know more about us, you can look us up online at trainemup226.com. That's T-R-A-I-N-E-M-226, I mean E-M-U-P-226.com. That 226 comes from the verse in Proverbs. Yeah. And so on our website, you'll see episodes of our podcast. We also have articles that you can read. And so, yeah, look us up. And also, if you've been spurred on by this episode, you can help us out and hook us up in four ways. One, like the show. Um, yeah, that's pretty self-explanatory. Two, I would say just subscribe to the show, the podcast, uh, to where episodes will be dropping every other week. And then three, leave a comment 
you know, make known in the comments of the podcast, wherever you're getting it at, that uh, that you've been encouraged by this, that it kind of help us out. Only positive comments, please. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. So if you ain't feeling this, I would ask you to abstain. <laughs> you self-control. <laughs> you self-control with that. And then fourth and finally, share with a friend. That'll definitely help us out and hook us up. And so until next time. Thanks for hanging with us. Yeah, love y'all.